this is Priya this is Rashmi and you're listening to Our Daughter's Podcast Hi everyone and welcome to the 10th episode of Step into Our Sneakers Oh I didn't realize that this was the 10th episode which makes it even more special right? It's a milestone and this is this is a special episode because we're recording it a day prior to Mother's Day and uh, this is this is a tribute to all the mad- hard working mothers out there wishing all of you a very happy mothers day by the time this comes out it will be belated happy mothers day but in this episode we have our amazing moms here with us say hi hi that's my mom that's krithi's mom my mom hi so we're going to be asking them questions and they're going to try their best not to embarrass us too much Yes, we have a few interesting questions um, that we thought would be fun to ask our moms about, you know, yeah, uh, you know, scare them all. <laughs> but yeah, um, let's start with the first question. Um, so, what would be your ideal Mother's Day? Okay, so for me, I don't think uh, I even knew that there used to be Mother's Day when I was growing up. For me, every day uh, I would say it's a Mother's Day. When uh, I went to the U.S. to study, um, uh, I think that's when the whole concept of Mother's Day came into um, existence for me. So, and I, I wondered why someone would try to celebrate Mother's Day because uh, for me it was it, it, it just didn't make any any sense because um, as an Indian and probably the culture that that we come from, you know, we we obviously care for parents, we live with our parents. Uh, Uh, we do all the things, but I think it was a different culture when we were living with, and it was a special day because people when would do special things for their parents and would you know go meet uh, their moms and take it with them. So I think that culture has now finally come into India, and we also have this day. Truly, if you ask me what I would like, I don't think uh, anything. I think every day, I think a parent uh, should be celebrated because uh, of everything that they do for. For their kids, and what uh, you know, my parents have done for me. So I don't think I need to celebrate. But I think it's a nice thing to kind of you know feel special. Someone doing uh, something special for you, making, baking. Uh, not you're not doing your regular course and all that stuff. So and if being a Sunday, you want to have obviously the lads. So um, so for me, uh, I would obviously look at not cleaning. I know Rena would completely agree with that. Um, and uh, just just take it easy. Uh, get pampered. Um, and get some gifts. That's important. <laughs> no pressure on Rena there. Thank you. <laughs> so, mom, what would be your idea, mom's Mother's Day? So, like uh, Rashmi said, this concept uh, is relatively new to our generation. But having said that, if there is a day where I get pampered, where someone does stuff for me, I shall take the day. So, <laughs> I think my ideal. they would be reading having cups and cups of tea and coffee playing a few games with uh, the family and watching a few nice shows and not doing any work i will definitely keep that in mind so the next question is what is the nicest thing you guys have done for your mom nicest thing for my mom i must say i've done quite a few nice things for my mom but the nicest what i can remember uh, uh, of the top of my head right now is uh, i used to take tuitions when i was in school when i was in 11 12 and i saved up money and i bought a watch for my mother 
So this was something that she was not expecting at all because she thought I was saving up that money to buy some nice clothes for myself. So I think yeah, she was pretty stumped by that one. I've actually heard this story multiple times, and it's heartwarming every time I hear it. So I think it's similar thing like Priya, uh, but Priya probably started earning way before I did. Uh, so when I was uh, again, you know, I was in the US studying, I got a two months internship and uh, it was a big thing for me. So I saved up all that money and I got them also to work for both mom and dad. Uh, and mom was really, really thrilled because she didn't expect when I returned home after one and a half years, she didn't expect me to get anything because she thought I was just a student, but then she was really sick. And I remember that once she couldn't find her watch and she was almost in tears that when she lost, she got to lost it. And she kept looking for a day and finally she found it and she has just kept it over there. I'm sure she would hand it over to you then. So sweet. How long do you think the other will last if you exchange so basically we mean how long do you think the other mother will be able to last and tolerate um, your child if you exchanged kids? So Yenya and Kitsvi have been friends since uh, they were five okay? and they've literally grown up together, uh, done a lot of things, have been best of friends and I've known Kitsvi since uh, she was five. Uh, um, and then I hear from Rena, you know her work works. Uh, um, which she would probably not agree to. But if at all with me comes to say one thing for sure, I'll make her cook a lot of food. <laughs> I think that, that will be taken care for me. But uh, to be honest, if I can tolerate Lena, I can tolerate with me. I don't think you know there, there would be any point where we okay now leave the house. So I will keep her. I'll keep both of them if I have to because uh, there was also a proposition by Rena that I should adopt Prithvi so that they both can you know travel to the US. <laughs> Mom, how long? You know, this is kind of a moot question because in pre-lockdown days, I think they pretty much used to live in each other's houses anyway. So we have fully had this experience and we can more than tolerate and we are happy if you're happy and you're happy when you're with each other. So I think it's a moot question, Krithvi. Okay, so the next question is, what's the most trouble you've gotten into as a kid and what did your parents do? Okay, so as I repeatedly have told Kriti, I was a pretty perfect child. I didn't give my parents much trouble at all. But there was this, so there's this one incident that happened. I don't think I should even be saying this, but I'm okay. That I uh, had an attendance problem in college for my subsidiary subjects. And um, yeah, Kriti, yeah, that look is right. I was bunking. And uh, there was a letter that came home. My mother was most upset and uh, of course I had to do a lot of explaining. I did not have any valid uh, excuses. And uh, the funniest part was when my father came back from the office and she showed him the letter. He just looked at me and laughed. Yeah, he, he was a pretty chill father really. He was pretty chill. So yeah, that's. I can remember a few more but this would be probably what had my mother really upset. So I was 18, started my first year engineering, uh, met my, um, now my husband, at that time my boyfriend, and uh, he wrote me a letter, my mom found it, and obviously she was very, very upset about it, and I think she stayed upset for eight years until we got married. 
So uh, uh, I don't think she, she she was ready to accept him as you know, the son-in-law, as the son-in-law. But uh, we kind of uh, persuaded them. Uh, but I think she was, was quite unhappy with that entire tone at that point. Uh, maybe your point was that uh, computer engineering, then but yeah, I think she was really upset about it. But if you ask her now, I think she's quite upset. It's okay. So I was 18 the month at that time I had my first question. Oh my God, that was like how many years ago, 20 years ago. <laughs> okay, so um, the next question is, how would you react slash feel if we told you we were in a relationship? Okay. So how would I feel if we were in a relationship? Well, how do you feel about it then? I don't know it. Mm -hmm. Uh, <laughs> if I can be in a relationship when I was 18, um, uh, I think I'd be, I'd be okay with it. Uh, just that, you know, I would expect the boy to be, you know, meeting XYZ of my expectations. <laughs> so if I told you that I was going to bring him home, would you be okay with that? Now oh, you're actually planning to have a Mom, how would, how would you feel if I told you I was dating somebody? Rashmi, these girls have us on record here. They're being very clever about it. So, <laughs> and we are falling right into the trap. But if you were to tell me, uh, yeah, I would be cool. You know, I would be cool. Uh, of course, always deep inside it's like, oh, my daughter has grown up. But, uh, and I of course would want to know uh, all uh, about the boy. And I would want that you uh, date a very decent boy who respects you. Uh, yeah, I would be cool, Krithi. I know you guys can't see us, but my mom was death staring me half of the time. Um, so anyways, uh, the next question is, how do you feel about the fact that we're both going to be in college in less than three years? You know, Kriti, the first thing is Daddy and I will go to Starbucks after dropping you. They do it every time. And uh, I have a long list of things that I will do then. But okay, on a more serious note, I, I actually cannot imagine it. I'm not very good um, that way at imagining situations that are going to come up. I'm taking it one day at a time. But um, I know it will be terrible, Kriti. So I think I've been telling Jaina that uh, not to go in there and probably take admission somewhere close by so that she will stay with us for the, uh, you know, even after two years of college, four years of with us, and then we can take drop you somewhere for close to that. So um, please don't go if you can. <laughs> uh, so listen, my husband, he thinks that I'm going to have a really, really tough time if Jaina decides to uh, leave the house in two years. Uh, um, which might be true because uh, I am very, very emotionally attached to her. Um, he also is my emotional support in a lot of ways and how she, she has grown and how she kind of now takes for a lot of things. I think it will, it will be devastating, but I think uh, there are a lot of things that Papa and I have planned, so I think it will be a <laughs> uh, Yeah, so the next question is, what was the moment you were frustrated? Um, most when we were growing up? The most frustrating moment. Um, so, Dana as a child has always been very sorted, very mature for her age, and always, you know, whatever I, I would tell her, she would listen. But I think when she turned like 11 or 12, she went through this phase where, uh, where she said no to a lot of things, wouldn't listen, uh, 
I mean, it was it, this was not the Lena that I knew, and so it was really, really frustrating, uh, you know, and those moments. I think we probably had the worst of arguments and fights, and uh, you know, I think I I ended up going to talking to someone that okay, is this something wrong with uh, me? Why is my child like this? And I think. Uh, the best advice I got at that time is uh, to take one day at a time and to understand what she was going through. And I think we've come a long way since then. Uh, the, I kind of started understanding there what she was going through and she, she probably started opening up a little bit. Uh, and now I think I am hoping that with the second one, the same thing doesn't happen, it will probably be much easier. It's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, that, so, yeah, so those, those were the frustrating times. But again, you know, as, uh, as a parent, you kind of everything to this movie, you know, you change, uh, uh, your child also changes, you know, how you And so, it was a lot of experience at this day. Uh, I wouldn't really call it, uh, it was frustrating at that point, but if I think back and look back, then I think it would be experience as a parent. So, I already know what my mom's going to say, but I'm going to ask her anyways in case she has a different answer. <laughs> no, Krithvi, I don't. And, uh, okay, Krithvi um, has been a very easy child. She's just been the right amount of, uh, you know, uh, mischievous uh, and uh, hasn't troubled me too much, I would say. And I have really enjoyed her as a baby, as a toddler, and now as a teenager. But the one thing that has given me nightmares is her eating. I have struggled with it when she was a child. And uh, I would spend anywhere between an hour to hour and hour and a half for each meal. And it would be a whole event where they would be reading of a book side by side, trying to shove some food into her mouth uh, by trick, uh, by tricking her and all sorts of things. And I had this uh, very helpful uh, domestic help who also used to join the party. And uh, it, it was really, uh, now when I see her eating, uh, you know, uh, in a very healthy manner and her healthy eating habits, I have tears in my eyes because we've come a long way, Krithvi. Thanks, mom. Okay, so so the next question is, okay, this was a nice one. What would be your reaction if either or both of us came out as part of the LGBTQ plus community? Kriti, you had said that this would, we would keep it light, but this one is a little intense. And um, yeah, you know, I have watched uh, a few interviews of, uh, you know, young people with their parents and uh, talking about how the experience was when the child um, came out as part of the LGBTQ uh, community and how the parents dealt with it. And um, I think I have really been uh, very touched and very inspired by uh, the way some of these parents dealt with it. And having uh, now, of course, I'm far more aware about these things and far more conscious about these things than I was a few years ago. And I really would like to think that uh, whether with counseling or whether with some kind of help, I, uh, you know, would deal with it in a mature and uh, in a manner that would be um, good for you. That was very sweet. So, uh, for me, I think you would have asked for this question years back. I don't think, um, I think I would be better for But uh, seeing some of the, uh, the 
one of the very close activities uh, you know, coming out um, as part of LGBT uh, community uh, a few years back. I think I've become more uh, aware, I would say, and more understanding in that sense. Now, if at all you, you come out like that, uh, yeah, it would be a little bit difficult. I wouldn't say that oh, it's going and I'm going to be with it. But like Priya said, that uh, with little health, with little love, uh, maybe with, I would also probably need to talk to someone that would be good. But I would, I, I would accept it and I would be okay and you try to help you out as much as possible in, 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 uh, so that you know, it becomes where there is no um, kind of comfortable kind of relationship between the two of them. I try to be more efficient. Okay, so the next question is, um, which phase of our life is your favorite? So all phases of the life that you have been amazing. Uh, but if I have to really go back, uh, I think the, the phase when you were one year old, uh, I think one to two, um, you know, when you just started talking, walking, you would just run from one end to the other, you would wait for me to take it to the swimming pool. And the moment, you know, you would just jump, come out, jump, come out. Um, and uh, it was just like I had a lot of uh, you know because I had a terrible time you know feeding you because we had you know one one and a half hour every meal but I think baby Einstein at that time worked in my rescue uh, so uh, but you know that phase was just amazing it was just uh, it was just one of the things that could just hold you cuddle you and uh, say and keep talking to you all the time and you would just laugh back I think I would love to have yeah, I agree with Rashmi on this and of course every stage has had uh, such beautiful moments Kriti. I think we've, I've really enjoyed every phase but if you were to really uh, ask me to um, you know say one then that would be definitely that age you know between say one and three when uh, the children are so responsive, they're so eager, they, you used to lap up everything that I used to say, you used to play a lot and uh, the biggest thing is you would come and give me hugs uh, without all the nakra that you do now. Uh, now I have to literally beg for a hug. But um, then it was, yeah, then you were so free with them, Prithvi. And you know this, that you feel it for Milo now, how, you know, uh, you don't want Milo to grow up. You just want him to be a puppy. It's like that. And sometimes it is... So heartbreaking to see your pics as a baby because, yeah, that stage is never going to come back. I mean, you are like partly reliving that phase with Milo because even he, he just, just lie down and get belly rubs for like several minutes on <laughs> true, end. True. He just doesn't stop wanting them. Um, okay, so our next question is, when do you think is the appropriate age to receive sex education? So I think beginning of puberty is a good time and of course it is not as if all the information uh, will be dumped on the child uh, at one go and uh, there are levels of sex education that a child will receive as they grow older but I think to start off the beginning of uh, puberty before uh, all the confusion sets in, before the questions uh, are raised in the mind, I think at least the child should be um, introduced to those concepts and from there then the child knows that there is a place where I can seek answers and I won't get uh, wrong information. Yeah, I do agree with you. And uh, you know, I think uh, it's 
this is probably, let's uh, say, you know, uh, all the information needs to be given at once. Uh, but all, I also feel that, you know, it also depends on the child. So with Rena, I, I think it's, a, it's probably much easier. And if I now look at Simona, I think she, she's still a little, uh, you know, a kiddish type. So maybe for her, it would probably be later. So I think it also depends from child to child. Uh, but uh, but with Rena, as I mentioned earlier, also she's always been a broad one and uh, you know very really uh, understand things. So uh, uh, but yeah, again at the beginning. Okay, so the next question is, what's the thing you like best about your respective mother-daughter relationship? So the best thing uh, I would say about us, okay, and then I'll talk about relationship. One is you look like me. A uh, lot of people when they look at you know say, oh, she's really Rashmi and I absolutely love that. <laughs> uh, you have a lot of my genes. Uh, you know, you're kind like me. Uh, you're, uh, you're <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so a lot of things, you know. Uh, you also have my anger parts. And, you know, so there's a lot of characteristics about, uh, about you and me are similar. Uh, but uh, when, when I have to talk about the relationship and if I have to talk now, I think... Uh, I feel that we've become um, more of friends than a mother-daughter. Um, I, I personally take a lot of, and I think I mentioned that in your previous question also, that I get a lot of emotional support from you. Um, so, and I've noticed this especially in the lockdown, you know, when, when I'm stressed about work, you're the one who comes in and says, uh, uh, Mama, I'll handle it, don't worry, you, you do your thing, I will take care of things. When I shower, when you know something goes on between me and Simona, you will jump in like a like a little mother and say, "Okay, so what's happening? Why are you both you know screaming at each other?" Okay, Simona, settle down. I will take care. You will take a study. You will kind of. So uh, I think it's it's more you know it's it's a lot of emotional support. So a few weeks back when I was trying to change my roles in the company, you were the ones you know who kind of asked me questions, made me think made me help take a decision and that was really something commendable then. Right? So uh, that, that's what I'm loving and I think the, the question, you know, uh, if you at all go away, I think that's what I miss the most, the most, that most support that, you know, that relationship we are sharing right now um, is what I was Yeah, so for me also it is, um, it is the openness in our relationship that I love. Um, that we are able to express whatever it be, positive, negative. Um, we are able to express that to each other and we are able to process that with each other. And uh, yeah, you know, Rashmi, that point is so true that especially now during the lockdown, the, the kind of emotional support that I have got from Kritvi has been just uh, amazing. It has been actually... It is a sad time and it is a terrible time for all of us, but it has just, you know, been so wonderful to have her home with me, really. And um, I, we are at the stage now where I can also talk a lot about my issues, my uh, struggles with her. And I'm sometimes amazed by the kind of advice uh, that uh, she gives. And um, uh, other than this, other than the fact, you know, that we're just there for each other and that's lovely, is the humor. I love the humor in our relationship. We laugh together a lot. We are able to make each other laugh a lot at the silliest thing, things. At uh, We enjoy sarcasm. We enjoy so many, you know, things uh, we really like and we enjoy them together. 
and I just love that having a nice big laugh with uh, you, Prithvi. I also really enjoy that. I think I think the laughing part is more when we you know we're just like um, being really silly, mostly to each other. You know, we're just saying like the most ridiculous things to each other that don't even make sense. And then we just we just sit and laugh there for like the next ten fifteen minutes, and then and then and then you know my dad will come in and you know he just be like I don't even want to get into this, and then he walk out the other way and just like I'll I'll come back in ten minutes. It's cool. So that's really <laughs> nice. Okay, so our last question is: If you could change one thing about us, what would it be? Prithvi, you asked for this. I would like that you get up in the morning without my having to wake you up. Oh no. I would like that you clean your room without my having to nag you. I would like that you have more discipline uh, about your time management without my having to be behind you. This has taken a bad turn. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, I think it's just the way you are, Kriti. You're a lovely person. Honestly, it makes me very proud to see you how you are today. And there is not one thing that I would change about you. I think you're wonderful just the way you are. Oh, so with Rena, um, I think I I somehow agree with what all Priya has said that you know I I wish you would do better time management, would take responsibility for a few things, uh, would not uh, create a clutter in her uh, you know in her cupboard at times, uh, and. Uh, yeah, you two pours here and there, not splash water every uh, around the water basin all the time. Make it like a pool. <laughs> so, so yeah, those are the little quirks. But at the end of the day, I just love you the way you are. Uh, absolutely adore you. I just think uh, you know, I I love those little quirks, quirks and somethingness. And I think I'll miss it too uh, from uh, one perfect child. So just be the way you are, and love all love you. So those are all the questions that we had to ask our moms. Now we're going to turn the tables around, and they are going to ask us questions. Tippi, are you ready? No. No, but I have very nice, easy questions. Don't worry. Okay. So the first one is Tippi. During this lockdown, which has been the one house chore that you have absolutely hated doing? Uh, so for me, I think the worst house chore would be dusting. <laughs> and it's not just the chore itself right it's everything that comes with it so i'm okay with doing the dusting okay then i'll be like okay mom dusting's done and she'll be like have you done here have you done there oh there oh, no, that, that room that room is done i don't know i specifically told you to do that room and i'll be like mom sorry i didn't know she's like are you crazy been dirty for so long and it's just you know i'll do the dusting i don't mind doing the dusting it's everything that comes after The dusting. So, if I had one house chore that I absolutely hated during lockdown, it's dusting. We kind of stole my answer. That was coincidence, but I was going to say the same thing because my mom, she actually comes and analyzes the area after I'm done dusting, and then she'll go get the cloth herself and start doing it. And then when I tell her, Oh my I'm God, same! Do. And then she will leave it. I'll only do. Yeah, 
you know, that I did as a parent, as a mom, and you would like to do. Okay, yeah, so I think probably when I was in that rebellious phase, um, yeah, as my mom said that she didn't like that phase, so I think she was too very, very sneaky, you know, she wanted to know everything I was doing, <laughs> you know, she was, she wanted to go to my phone, she wanted me to tell my passwords and stuff, so I think that's something I, obviously I think I would do that with my child as well, but I would uh, not go, like, to the extent my mom probably <laughs> But otherwise, yes, my mom is very nice. I like her a lot. Oh. <laughs> I think one thing I wouldn't do is, uh, you know, like, guilt trip my kid. So my mom does this thing, okay, where um, she, she'll be like, I have so much work to do, you know, no one's helping me. And, you know, 10, 10 seconds prior to this, I would have asked her mom, is there something I can do for you? She'd be like, no, it's fine. You go do your work. And then, and then she'd be like, no one helps me in this house, I have to do everything on my own. So I think, I think if I, um, if my kid ever asked me if they needed, you know, if I, I needed their help, I think I would be either like straightforward to them and say no, and then stick with no, or I would be like, yeah, can you just please, please do this for me. Okay, Kriti, next time you ask me if I need your help, you have a long list coming your way, okay? Okay. <laughs> okay, coming to the end of this uh, episode on Mother's Day, one thing that most teenagers complain about is how much their parents embarrass them. So, Kritvi, my last question to you is, um, which is the time when you felt most embarrassed by something I have said or done? Okay, so I am just embarrassed by talking about this incident, but... Um, <laughs> Basically, this one time Rena and I were having a sleepover and after we had had breakfast and all the next day, my mom insisted on lifting me so that she could hug me. And I was like, mom, no, not right now or maybe not even later. Just, you know, hugging me is fine, perhaps. Leave it at that. She was like, no, I want to carry you. And Rena was just sitting there like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. And she was just sitting there and my mom looks at her like, Rena, I'll carry you also. And and we actually have pictures of my mom lifting me and another picture of my mom lifting Rena. And I was, I, I, I just, I was like, I was like, Rena, I'm, I'm very sorry. I'm sorry you had to endure that because we were like, what must have been like eight or something. Rena's not going to tell my mom, no auntie, it's okay, I'm good. So that was that was off the top of my head. Our friendship. I think if it was a little later or later, I don't think you would be that embarrassed by it. But you know, we're still like the first few years, so you know, you're still like getting comfortable and all. So I think that's why you got so embarrassed by it. So yeah, I I'm sure if I think harder, I'll be able to think of something else. Okay. But but off the top of my head, this is what I thought of. Rana, what about you? So I, my mom actually just fails. She, she, she doesn't embarrass me that much in any way, you know. She's not really been very, before I did say that she was a little snooty, but it, that's not really embarrassing or anything. Like she wouldn't like, you know, go talk to any of my friends or anything. If I had a fight with someone, you know, she'd mostly stay out of her team. So she's not really embarrassing me that way. I feel so indirectly, it was sometimes, uh, embarrassing that I didn't have like um, probably data on my phone so I had to ask people 